uh, let me show you this gift I got. I mean, I showed you earlier. It's the worst. Uh, can I say it's the worst? Yes, you can. Uh, okay, I got a white elephant gift. You guys have done white elephant gift exchanges before. Uh, it's where you just... It's where all your hopes and dreams come to die. Yeah, you, you have like a, a really cheap limit, like a normal limit of like 10 or $20. Mine for this one was $5. Yeah. And you go in and you everyone in the group that brought a gift picks up a gift and uh, they op- they unwrap it. And if they like it, they keep it. But the second person in the line can either steal that gift or they can open up their own gift and so on and so forth. But a gift can only be stolen twice or whatever house rules are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so for, for those of you that aren't familiar with white elephants, they're essentially where Christmas goes to die. The dreams <laughs> of Christmas. It's the great. You can go gift grabbing in the graveyard of Christmas. Yeah. It's it's a lot of like uh, re-gifting or just cheap gifts or gag gifts or silly gifts. Uh, and so I actually had a great gift. I was like number 10 out of 30. And then I ended up with this little... Uh, <laughs> for those of you that are listening, it, what it looks like is uh, a rock that is great for skipping, a skipping stone. Yeah, it was a perfect skipping stone. It's a perfect stone. skipping stone with a very weird shaped nose on it. Yeah. Or it could be the Starship Enterprise. It, could be, it looks like, kind of like the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, just like the top part of it. The it's got like, part. It's so that round skipping stone portion is like the head. Yeah. And there's like a very long cylinder style neck to okay, it. Okay, you're describing it in a very <coughs> weird way, Levi. I would, I would appreciate you to not describe it. Anyway, that neck has a scarf on it. <laughs> It's wearing a scarf and it has a base, and it's like it's like it's a bust, like an old like tiny yeah. bust. It's got like the little base, it's the square base to it. Piece of stone. It's like it's supposed four to be inches tall, five e- inches tall. Yeah. Why are you describing it like this? It's supposed to be like an Easter egg, <laughs> Easter Island head. That's what it's supposed. I think. Yeah, it says it in the bottom. It's from Greece. Yeah, made in Greece. And if you're if you're unsure, it looks terrible. Yeah, it looks horrible. Uh man, it looks horrible. Maybe I'll, I'll put a picture of it online. No, I won't. Put in your Instagram stories in the Blacklight Podcast. Instagram yeah, stories. yeah, Instagram stories of Blacklight Podcast. Uh, yeah, my gift. And oh man, so that brings us to what your worst white elephant gifts and worst and best, worst and best uh, white elephant man, gifts. That's so. What I do like about white ele- elephant gifts is that it, it does transcend all like. Uh, it's something you do with your families. I mean, with your friends. Yeah, we do with our families. You do with our families. We do with, we do with uh, all the cousins. Okay, so it's like when you don't have when you don't, when you have too many gifts right. to give. It's like, what are you gonna do? Or you have too many people to give gifts to. You have this thing, and it feels like everyone is happy and having fun. Except with what elephants, typically no one's happy, but people do have fun. I feel like one person. One is person's happy. happy. Yeah. And the last person gets the best gift. That's in the true. Crowd. There's yeah. usually one like banger gift, or at least five, or something. You know, depending on how big the crowd is would you say yeah that's right yeah i feel like there's usually one killer gift the rest are like there's a lot a couple gifts are like i would rather have that gift over his other gift and there's a couple gifts that like just like suck yeah so hillary's family on her mom's side they do all the cousins get together and so we have a cousin christmas and every year we do white elephant and so a couple years ago um one of our cousins started off with this tradition of giving a gift and it was just a toilet seat like, it's this beautiful-looking bag. You open it up, and inside is just a toilet seat. No, no, no. Actually, it was... They redid their bathroom, and it was the old toilet seat from their bathroom. They gave, they gave that? <laughs> they gave that's that's a, a crappy gift. It's the worst gift. <laughs> and they knew it was a terrible gift. But And for, like, three or four years, it kind of kept coming back. Whoever had it would bring it back the next year, and you, did, yeah. you basically didn't want to get a toilet seat. Gosh, that and, stinks. And it kept getting, like, bedazzled, and it kept, like, growing and growing and growing and how 
how extravagant I got. Yeah. Um, so I was such like, a poop gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> so that was that was that's the kind of stuff that White Elephant uh, is made of. But um, let's see. This past year, so we did we did. Wait, uh, did you get it? Uh, we've never gotten it. Oh, you've never. Gotten we've it. never gotten it. But it's still in circulation. It's it actually one of the cousins who lives in uh, Arizona got it. They took it back to Arizona allegedly, and, and it's now it. in Arizona. Now <laughs> it's in their house. They put it, they installed it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we actually need this. This is perfect. So one, uh, one man's uh, trash is another man's poop toilet. <laughs> uh, so we did this past weekend, and oh, you did one this past weekend. Yeah, with our, with those same cousins. Oh, okay. And the kind of gifts that were uh, were there was like there was like a. Um, a potty putter, which is basically like a putter that you use on the toilet for like putting little golf balls while you're pooping. Okay. Yeah. That sounds crappy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> but another gift was like, it was, it was not paired with it, but it's a, a little, um, like a, it's, the gift is the butt of a cartoon character person that you put the ball into. <laughs> so basically, oh. you put the ball into their butt. Oh. And it's pretty weird. So you guys have a lot of like a lot of sort of poop related gifts yeah. this time, yeah. Okay. okay. Um so those are like those are like, okay, that's that's a gift. Um but the gift that one of the gifts that we gave was a bottle of wine. Okay. Sure. Another gift we gave was what, a, no kids no kids in this thing? There's no kids. The kids are downstairs. They oh, they okay. do their little white elephant. Yeah. Um there was the the bigger gift this year was uh, Cards Against Humanity. That was the one gift people sure. wanted. That was the last gift to get drawn. So yeah. people uh, wanted it. Well, I mean, I think people would have wanted it, but it was the last gift drawn. So, like, what's no the one... limit for the price? Because that's got to be like what? It's like fifteen bucks 15 or so. Bucks? Yeah, fifteen twenty bucks. I think that's the thing with right. these things. You have to have a good limit. Yeah. Like, and you also like some people go in and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna just get the, the funniest gag gift ever." Right. And some people are like, "Oh, I actually want to get something that's really cool because someone might want that." Yeah, I want to get the best gift for for that price. For that. Like price. In, the, in the past, I've gotten like really nice coffee. Like. Yeah. And it's like, and I put it in there. I uh, did one when I was in like third grade. Uh, and, you know, I, we grew up poor, so I'm going to my friend's houses, you know, to Robert Shanahan's or whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Robert. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, and all the cool guys were going, and we're doing a, I think we were doing a secret Santa. I don't think it was a white elephant. And uh, we didn't, you know, I was like, Mom, I have to bring a present. I have to wrap something up. And she was like, okay. And so we worked for the church. So we went over to the church, and uh, we got for, we got these. Uh, like boxes of like crappy pencils, man. Like they were like the worst pencils, but they were like donated to the church. And she's like, "Here, take this box of pencils and wrap it up." So I wrapped it up and did it, and we put it under the tree. And I remember those kids. They, the guy was like, "What is?" He's like, "What is this?" <laughs> and he like, pencils? Who got? And I felt so bad. And they they started p- playing pencil break with with the gift, and they just broke them. All. <laughs> Like, oh, all right, all right, I guess I'm not going to these gift exchanges anymore. <laughs> My heart was broken a little bit more. You're still more. traumatized by this. Yeah, every break of the pencil. Like, oh. Did they know that was you that brought the gift? I don't know. They probably could surmise, but I don't, I have no idea. You know, looking back on it, I, they probably knew. But back then, I was just like, like secretly listening to what they were saying off to the side, like, hmm, I guess they don't like those pencils. Who would have brought those? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have like a Nerf gun, and I'm like, hooray. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, when I, that if I could go back in time. When I was in high school, my best way elephant gift that I ever brought was um, we had this at our youth group at our church, and so we had like 30 kids, and everyone's supposed to bring a gift. 
Um, we play more than that. And, you know, and for, like it's, it's mostly just fun. So I decided that I was going to bring a photo of myself and the white elephant gift, which... <laughs> and or as? As the gift. Oh, That's it. Okay. Just the gift. That's my gift. The gift, <laughs> you unwrap a frame and it's a picture of me inside of it. <laughs> like, like smiling. Like me like smiling, like hold my thumbs up, some of that. <laughs> like I literally went out, took the photos, had a friend take the photos for me. We put it in the frame and wrapped that as a gift. It's so bad. I think it was awesome. Um, and so I was like a junior in high school at the time. And like some like really quiet, very bashful, like freshman boy got the, got, got the gift. <laughs> I just love that somewhere. It's... This guy, whatever his name is, let's call him Sebastian. This guy, Sebastian, has your photo up on his wall. I hope I hope it's still up there. And he probably is like following your life. He's your stalker now. Yeah. And you gave him the best gift yeah. possible. Another man's trash is uh, another man's... Uh, Stocking... Toilet wallpaper poop. Okay. So, so that was... Uh, yeah, those are... But that's what elephant. Um, yeah. Do you only do it with your friends? Do you guys, do you guys do anything with your family? Any family traditions for gifts? Uh, family traditions... We normally get everyone a gift. Everyone one gift. Do you guys have like a price limitation on that? Or is it kind of like... No, just, just like... One good gift. Usually, whoever's doing the best, so I have, you know, five brothers and sisters, whoever's just doing well at that time, like, well off, Mm -hmm. will, like, make Christmas for everyone, and they'll, like, buy things for, like, hundreds of dollars for each person, and you're like, oh, wow, like, you made Christmas, you know? But normally, we all get, like, you know, a shirt from everyone, or, you know, something, or whatever. You know, I've been trying to put a little bit of, a little bit more time into it, like, I went out and I bought, like, this fancy lipstick for one of my sisters and I you know like t- talked about it with the ladies like alright this is what her skin tones look like show her fit- pictures on Instagram I was like this is what her Instagram looks like and, you know what do you think she might like and she gave it my sister loved it she texts me every time she's wearing it you know she's Aww. like hey this is the lipstick you got me I love it you know my sister does not talk like that but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so trying to put a little bit more time into it um, which is always you know I think gift giving are you, you feel like you're a good gift giver? I feel like, you know, I, I'd i say yes, but tempering that with the fact that I feel like over the past couple of years, I've just gotten slower and slower at, like, actually taking the time to purchase. Like, it's taken me longer to actually, like, oh, I should start looking for gifts. Sure. But I do feel like my goal is always to be really, really intentional and get someone a gift that they actually need or that they want. Yeah. Um, versus just being like, oh, they might like this. And um, because there's nothing worse than like, getting a gift you know you're not going to use. Yeah, have you ever gotten a gift like that? Yeah. What, what, what? <laughs> I know exactly. Okay, so what um, one of the things I hate the most and fear the most is voicemails. And the second thing I hate the most is the ocean. And not just the ocean, but the things that are in, inside the ocean. Okay. Like so, all things? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't like, like the water just terrifies me. Like open water. Like that's okay. I don't like that. Sure, not you a big fan. F- I don't want to go too deep you into can go it. But deep is, it a, is it a fear of, of falling into the water? No, 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 it's a fear of all the things that exist inside the water. Oh, okay, it's Feel like it's like that. I can't see what's under the water. There's all kinds of crazy things in there that are going to destroy me, rip me apart. Okay, so it's not like a fish tank. With with there's no fear in a fish tank. No, no, there's not any fear in a fish tank. But like, even if I go to like an aquarium, like an aquarium, you go into one of those rooms, the, the glass is so clean, it looks like you're in the water. That like could give me like I could I could like get dizzy and freak out a little bit. Really? Yeah. 
Because of what's in it or because you, like this, you feel like you're beneath the water? I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm like stuck beneath the water and like all these, I feel like fish are just like freaky looking things in general. All the things that live under the sea are kind of terrifying. <laughs> and so I'm like, those things just terrify oh, me. Seahorses are Seahorses, they're, they're, they're weird. The males yeah. get pregnant. They have this weird little spiral on their like tail thing and they just look like some kind of like ancient ghost that merged with the fish. Uh, I feel like they look like little tiny antique porcelain seahorses. That's because antique porcelain seahorses are based off of real seahorses. <laughs> true, true. I, I love uh, I love seahorses. Okay, well, you can like seahorses. What about starfish? You don't like starfish? No, man, they're weird. I guess when you I also, see it like that. And they all feel weird, too, man. Like, what are you touching them for? Like, don't touch them. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to touch them, but I'm... Okay, so... But in my dreams, I must touch them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and before you even get to the gift part... Um, a few years ago, me and Hillary went with, with her parents to Mexico, and we went snorkeling. Sure. And I think I will give most things a try. Like, okay, like, I'll snorkel, I'll do this. Like, I've snorkeled before. Yeah. Um, but, like, so we're out, and, like, we found, like, some random dude in Mexico who, like, had a boat. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll take you out snorkeling. Great he just takes us out there. And he's, like, we literally pulled over. And he's like, you guys want to go snorkeling? And we're like, yeah. And <laughs> so we got this dude's boat. And so there's, like, no, it's just, just the four of us and this guy. And he's, like, just doing his thing. So I'm, like... We're like snorkeling, and you know, at, when you're in the water, everything, everything seems a lot closer. And there's like a coral there; it's really sharp. Mm-hmm. And so, I end up like you know, kind of following Hillary or following my father-in-law around in the underwater, like basically kind of going alongside near them. No tanks. You get straight. Snorkeling. Just straight, yeah, straight yeah, snorkeling. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then like as we're going, it's like I'm realizing like I have to like follow them exactly because there's like all of a sudden like you realize like I'm in a spot where there's like coral all around me, so I have to like follow them in this exact direction. I can't go back because like, I feel like you can't really. It's hard to turn around the water, sure, sure. and like it's like corals getting closer and closer, and like and there's like waves are, are battering you, and so like it was, I was like I feel like I was in a maze. Like the first part was like oh this is fun for like the first twenty minutes, and then it's like I feel like I'm literally just like swimming through a maze to like not get cut by coral, and not like have to touch that money. And it's like everyone's like look there's a barracuda. And I'm like well, there I'm was not, a barracuda. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay, what color was the coral? Do you remember? It was, was like all tannish color. It was like all different color, but the main stuff was like tannish. All right. And I'm going to tell that story as if it was me <laughs> and my experience. Okay, you did. Uh, so, uh, was this last year? Last year I went on a trip with my wife and my brother in law. <laughs> and it was the craziest trip I've ever been on, let me tell you. We met this random dude on the side of the road, right? And this guy was like, hey, man, you guys want to go snorkeling? And we're like, hmm, sure, 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 yeah. And we're like, it's kind of suspect, but we're going to do it, right? Because this is how stories begin. And this is what I love about stories. We, got, we went snorkeling, and everything was magical for the first 20 minutes. And then it got even more magical. <laughs> because we were, I was following them, and it got so tight that if you looked left and looked right, all you saw was this beautiful coral. I knew if I touched it, I would get stung, but if I did not touch it, I would have the best experience of my life. So I got, I kept swimming, kept swimming through. On the right side, we saw this barracuda. My heart jumped. It skipped a beat. And then I came back to reality because I'm actually AD. This is Levi's story. (laughs) (laughs) But the way you told it, it sounds compelling. I'm like, I want to do do that. That That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So this all purposes my my fear of the emotion stuff. But what's the so the gift? The gift. One year for Christmas, um, I was given a snorkeling mask and a oh. snor- and a snor- and a snorkel <laughs> and a snorkel. Uh, and oh, yeah, and that was like my gift. And I was like, thanks, thanks for. Why would you give this to me? Uh, like you, you know, I hate the ocean. Yeah. 
So yes. okay, so is it someone trying to get you to conquer your fears? No, they know you hate the ocean. Yeah. So did you use it? No, it's sitting downstairs in our house. Regift it, bro. I mean, it's, it's like a hundred dollar pack of. Okay, so you need to plan your next white elephant gift exchange yeah. and make the limit a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a hundred dollar regift items. Like, listen, we're doing a high end regifting. Regifting. Yeah. Yeah. It has to at least cut. That'd be that'd be something. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. But that's like you know so that. So there's that. Like sometimes you get like gifts that people just like I don't know. Yeah. So I I try to do not that and try to give gifts that people might want. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's important. That's a it's a gift. You don't want to teach somebody with a gift. You don't want to like <laughs> you know like. Yeah, I got one, and my brother was he was trying to be the best brother he could, you know, it was right when I moved to Colorado and we're, we're from Georgia and I went back for Christmas and he got me this huge puffy orange jacket, but it's the kind of jacket that looks like it's, it's supposed to be like a Patagonia jacket. Yeah. So in Georgia, someone might wear this jacket when it's cool outside, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a huge puffy thing, but I would never wear this jacket. No one in Colorado would ever wear this yeah. jacket because it, it doesn't work. It's just like filled with, polyester blend or something (laughs) you know it's just not filled with anything that's going to keep you warm or insulated um but my brother was like yeah i got he bought it from like a gas station you know he's he's in like middle school when he bought oh yeah okay yeah uh and so i got it and i couldn't i I laughed when i saw it i was like what is this (laughs) like i couldn't give it in and i was like oh no no thanks brother thanks brother he's like why he's like i want want you to be warm i don't know he has no concept right of how what people wear out here in the right. cold and so he was it was a great gift idea yeah the idea was there the thought was there yeah but the execution was not there yeah you just a little yeah. bit of research you're like oh they don't they don't wear 15 dollars <laughs> you know it's just this huge i remember it so so cause i don't even know what happened to it i don't even, i might not have brought it with me back to Colorado. sitting in a basement brother. yeah it's uh, well, i mean like I think, you know, people do say things like oh it's a thought that counts i think that's true to a lot of points too but like you can't like use a thought necessarily either, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to I try to think about with gifts. Like, how do I get you something that you can actually like being think, being thoughtful is not, is really really obviously like that's the goal behind it all, of course. Yeah, but I think there are some thoughtful gifts out there. Like, what's the best gift you've ever received? Um, I think one of my favorite gifts I've ever gotten was from Hillary. She got me a coffee roaster. Like, okay. I little, and I was just like, she was really into getting into coffee, and I really want to start roasting some stuff, and so she like got me this like. Coffee roaster, yeah. um, and it was like, yeah, it was incredibly thoughtful. And it was, and then, but for example, um, another gift again. Like I think like Hillary's gifts are always really, really thoughtful. And, and like last year, she got me, uh, I got a guitar for my birthday last year because I want to learn to play guitar. And I feel like I, I haven't been. I feel like I was the, the uh, was that? It was last year. And I feel you like trying I, to learn a guitar? Yeah, I've, so I, I feel like I should. I want to say yes, but I feel like reality is the answer is no. You know, I'm trying to learn the banjo. Really? Yeah. We start a band. We should start a band, yeah. a little folk band. Like Black Light, Black Light Band. The Black Light Band. Black Light Boys. Them Black Light Boys <laughs> and the Black Light Band. <laughs> and so for Christmas that year, she got me guitar lessons. This is last Christmas. Lessons. Lessons. Oh, that's cool. I still haven't used them. It's like with a person? Yeah. Like, where, where's the person? I don't I don't know. I have the sheet. And I, I just got to call in and like schedule lessons. I just feel like I haven't had the time. Like, and I, I have, of course I've had the time. I've just been like, it hasn't been like, I really got to schedule this in the schedule. And I feel like I want to like dedicate time to this. And so I've, and that's like my own fault, of course. Sure. So Hillary's been very, very thoughtful, but now it's like, I got now I got to like, okay, I got to actually Gosh, execute wanna, some of this stuff. Yeah. So. Have you, can you play a song? Scales? Have you done anything on the? I could play some scales. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I could 
play some chords. Sure. But like I couldn't be like, I want to play like you know stuff you can finger pick. Sure. That's, and that's like where I'm like that's where I'm not at stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's like what the band was for, man. Yeah, I love it. Um, How long have you been playing banjo for? How did I not know this about you? Probably a couple of years. Really? Yeah. I'm not that great. I could play a song. I'll play it for you after this. Okay. Maybe I'll play it for the pod. You should play it for the pod. You should play it right now. You think the We're pod- going to take a quick break in the 80s and come back and play his banjo. <laughs> All right, we are back, and A.D. is going to gift us with his banjo skills. So, A.D., take it away. <laughs> it's so much worse. I was doing so good. I was doing... Here. I'm nervous. That's what it is. I never really played for people. Like, Just think about you played it for me. <laughs> that makes it No, we gotta keep that. We have to keep, have to keep it's that. It's so bad. It's. I mean, I'm gonna practice so I can. Pl- this can be the intro to our podcast. Oh yeah, you should write the music for the intro. <laughs> Sorry, it's not good, but it's not great. Let's let's uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. okay. People, yeah. Listen, are we rolling? Are we? Yeah, we're are we rolling. Back? Yeah. Listen, Thanks, this, AD, for playing along with no, that. Listen, blacklight listeners, I'm coming back with a force. All right, this is just gonna give me the the inspiration uh, I need to. To, uh, to <laughs> yeah, you want to bring your, you want to play your guitar. I I uh, would be happy to become the butt of next time's joke, <laughs> because I'm not saying my skills are any are good, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Let's talk about tips. Yeah, like we're talking about gift giving. It's about yeah. I think that'd be a fun way to uh, fun thing to talk about. We got my dog Kayla. If you yeah. guys hear somebody breathing, like heavily in the background. That's my dog, Kayla. He's just sitting on the couch. He's snuggling up again next to AD, yeah. all cute and snuggly. He's our guest for the. He's a guest of the honor. Or the morning. Um, what is your best tip? Like best, like maybe you don't have to whether it's a percentage you're going to share or a number. Like what do you have, like a like? Oh, how much money? Yeah, a thousand dollars. Wow, that's the best tip I've ever got. That's a really good tip. It was a good tip. I was happy about it. Um, I like. Uh, when do you nor- normally get? Uh, well, I should say that that tip, the thousand dollar tip, I had to share with my second shooter. Okay. Yeah. So it was like, you know, five and five or something like that. Um, if you're the lead, do you always split tips evenly? Um, not necessarily. What's your? I I mean, it, it, I feel like I will. It would depend on like what on how well they they do it. But I feel like they've crushed it. They're like, yeah, I'll give them like. Like you've tip. seen their their files. No, no. Like if I like feel like I just, if I just enjoy, I feel like the, the day I was like, man, you you, you killed it. You were everywhere. I need you to be. You all oh, stuff. Oh wait, wait, like, wait, wait. Sorry. Let me understand. Oh yeah. You're tipping them out of your own pocket. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. If I get a tip and I have a second shooter, I will give them a portion of the tip, but I don't always split it fifty fifty. Sometimes I give it to them fifty fifty, um, and sometimes I would, but sometimes I will just give them like, hey, they think me like three hundred bucks, but I hey, here's a hundred bucks. Oh um, really? Yeah. Wow, 
I don't. I think that that is unfair. Hmm. I think I would give them fifty percent. Yeah. How do you know if they do well? I feel like it's based on like if they like carry your bag or something. Basically, I feel like if they like go, but they like work hard. Because I hear, I guess here's here's kind of how I see it too. Um, I I see definitely that what you said you're talking about. Like that, that to me honestly does make sense. I know that I'm like I've done all the labor up until this point of getting this thing. Like yeah, but you got paid for it. Yeah, I did get paid for it, and yeah. but but like. I think the tip is for the service that you're providing. Not it's not payment for services. Interesting. Okay. It's for what you've done the day. Of. That's it's okay. like, hey, mm-hmm. I saw you. You're here today. Thank you for being nice. You know, thank you That's, for like when yeah. you, you know, the 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 waitress. Even though I still think tip culture is odd, but and I don't think that we should have to. I don't think waitress waiters and waitresses could get paid should get paid less. Right. In, in order because to compensate for tips, tips should be extra and right. it should just be how I feel. Right. Like, or whatever. I just want to tip you, not because you don't get paid enough. Yeah. I have to give you another 20%. It's just odd. But whatever. I think that, that I would, in that sense, if the waiter does a great job, I'm not paying them for the work that they did because they're already getting paid for the work. I'm giving them a compliment on top because mm. of how they did the work. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good point. I've actually literally never thought of it that way. I've I've thought of it like I've literally always thought of it in terms of like weddings as like hey, like the whole this is like a tip for not just this service but the whole experience of it. Yeah. Sure. And so I, I guess, and I guess like but think about it and the way you're talking about it, that makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, like, then it makes sense that like, the service is split between two people, split the, split the tip between two people. I guess I've just, I think I've never thought of it in that way. So I will even say the last wedding I did, the I think it was like, we got tipped like 140 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be like uh, 80 for me or whatever. Maybe it was 100 for me and 40 for my second shooter. Right. I, I saw it on the thing, like on the envelope. Yeah. But I didn't, I just opened it. It was like, okay, here's half the money, here's half. And I didn't even think to look at right. it. And afterwards, I saw it on the envelope. Oh, they wanted to split it this way. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm not... He worked just as hard as me today. Like, I, I worked harder than him, yeah. obviously, just because I'm the primary. But he worked hard. He came and shot the wedding. He did what he was asked to do yeah. the second shoot. Hmm. And so I was like, no, you did well. And I think that's great, especially for second shooting, because he's getting paid less than me anyway. Right. And so, you know, he's getting paid for what he did. And then the tip is just like, yeah. And so I leave the tip up to me. I remember the only reason I, I probably think this way is because I probably think this way because when I was in, I used to be a window cleaner. And when I was a window cleaner, I had two guys working for me. And um, they, whenever we'd get tipped, they'd never tip me. They'd only tip the guys that were working for me. That's, that's, because I, that's something I learned a couple years ago, though, about tip culture I didn't realize is that yeah. typically don't tip the owner you of the don't business. Tip the owner yeah. He's already gotten paid. Right. Yeah. That's just like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Right. And, and that's so, and that's where like so yeah. Yeah. And so when I when I think about that, I'm like, oh, like I shouldn't I've I have gotten paid for this. Right. Whereas my second shooter, he, he is getting paid or he or she is getting paid, but he's definitely not getting paid as much as I'm getting right. paid. You know? And so I would I would slant almost to give him more of the tip yeah. than I get. You're like, hey man, you really came through, and so here's hundred, you know, here's the whatever. But I, in the in this instance, you know, I I just opened it real quick and I was like, right. oh, here you go. But in my mind, like, 
since I'm the owner and I'm getting paid in full, I don't necessarily need a tip. And sometimes right. my clients pay me, they'll tip me afterwards. Right. That's always weird. Okay, so if you get tipped afterwards, do you go back and get that money to second shooter? Well, good question. No, don't <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know. Let me think here. Yeah. No. I mean, the it, it's only happened like two or three times. Right. That's happened to me too. Where it's like someone like would send me the tip later on, and I'm like, oh. And I well, see, in when they tip me afterwards, I think it's very personal. It's like that is maybe what you're talking about mm-hmm. when they're thanking me for the entire service right. provided, and they're like, hey man, well done. Like that was awesome. Here's a tip. You know, like, and so that the, they don't even name the second shooter. Those are, I'm thinking of one time in particular. It's like, hey man, just wanted to say thank you for everything you did, and you know, here's a check of gratitude or something. Mm-hmm. And they just made it out to me. I didn't even think twice. But I was like, oh cool, thanks, and then wrote it out. Yeah, and that was you know, and or cashed it. And uh, yeah, so I guess in that sense, what about you? Do you do that when you get to if you no, like if I feel like if it's like that same thing. Like I I've gotten tips later on, but I haven't gone like oh who shot the wedding with me to make sure they get they get a portion of that um yeah no i i mean maybe i i feel like i probably should you know because they that's part of their visual legacy that's yeah. part of what what i yeah. offer and so i probably should like uh split the tip i mean i don't i mean is there a percentage of times that you actually do get tipped that way i mean like it's it is I think this year was actually more so than other wedding other years. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got probably got tipped like a quarter of the time, which I think is pretty high. I feel usually like if I shoot like twenty weddings, I get tipped like twice. I think this time I probably got like seven or eight tips out of twenty weddings or so. Um, so I feel like that's actually a lot more than usual. Yeah. My my best tip ever um, was a wedding I, I did shoot solo, and they at the time I think my package was like thirty six hundred. I think this is like probably four years ago. Uh, and they tipped me 15% of the whole package, like 600 bucks. And I remember oh, the time I was like, and especially when you're charging 3600, you're like, yeah, holy yeah. crap, that's a lot of, that's a big tip. Um, I, yeah, wow. And that's where I was like, man, that's like crazy. And so I, that was like, man, that's, and I remember thinking like, this is amazing. Uh, I think the best tip I ever got <laughs> is like this. Uh, I, I met with a client afterwards. We were just talking about the wedding. She was great. Um, and she, I, I was giving hard drives out mm. at the time, so I had to meet her. To, oh, sure, yeah. You know, to give her the hard drive, and she was like, "Hey, Ad, thank you so much. We're so glad we found you. I think I, I was charging like four grand at the time, and she's like, just so you know, I would have paid more. And I was like, what? <laughs> and no, but she really said this to me. I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, when I found your work, I would have paid almost anything. Like, I loved it that much. You know, so the fact that it was four grand was great. But she was telling me, she's like, I'd have paid a lot more. I was like, oh, okay. It's well, a- you can always give me more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She didn't give me any more money. <laughs> but she, uh, she did give me that tip. And, you know, since raised my prices. But yeah, uh, not just because of her. You know, so I'm sure some of my clients are like, just so you know, I would have paid less. But <laughs> I would have loved to pay less. But uh, it, was, it was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tips. That's good. I mean, I think it's interesting culture. It's fine. You know, I like the I like that they think of it. I think the planners are the ones who probably right. the planners are the ones I think they really push the tips forward. And may, they make it happen. Yeah, like um, make sure you set aside an envelope of tips for everybody. Yeah. And, you know. Have you ever gotten stiffed on a tip? What do you mean? So, I had some friends talking about this online, where they had been talking to like a planner, 
And um, they had like seen envelopes with all the vendors on it, like their name on it. And then the bride is like, and then told this specific story where the bride had like told me, like, hey, like go, have to, we have something for you. Go talk to like the, you know, the planner. And they went to talk to the planner. Like, oh yeah, they don't have anything for you. And but they'd seen, they'd also seen an envelope with their name, with their name on it. And they're like, like I think the planner took all the tips from everybody and just pocketed them. It's TBD and it's unknown. I forget which friend is. This is in one of our groups online. Um, and I forget like even which market. It wasn't even Colorado. It was like it was like a rant, like Florida or something. That sounds horrible. And I was like, dang, that's crazy. So they didn't tell the couple like, oh, they didn't really have anything. Or I guess it's not really the right moment to say anything at their wedding. Yeah, it's but... like, yeah, that's really crazy. All right, huh? No, oh, sorry, Keely. Um, no, I've never had that happen to me. <laughs> I, mean, I guess not that I know of. Yeah. I mean, that, that I just like be... it's like it's gonna be because like, you probably wouldn't know if it happened to me. But I thought that was great. I was like, that's crazy. It was yeah. like a scandal thing. I was like, like that's preposterous. Yeah, I have had it where I don't get tipped, but other people get tipped. Oh. You know, but I think it's because I'm expensive, right? And like, and maybe because you're the owner too. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that too. But I just always like <laughs> Kaylee's making noise over here, but. Yeah, that's happened too. But I don't, I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy. Gosh, that the planner would take the tips. I know some people say don't tip your photographers. Oh, because it's a, a probably a question that the planner right. has, like or the bride has for the planner. So who do we tip? You know, is it you know like it's, is it customary to tip? Yeah, it's customary to tip everyone, but your photographer or something like that. Right. You know, I I think that that happens sometimes. Like because I'll see other people getting tipped, and I'm like, but I'm off. At that point, I'm fine. So yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, all right. I mean, but, I, I've always seen that if the couple gives me a tip, then they, then they probably really enjoyed yeah. the, but I've, the service that I've done. Like, And it probably, it probably meant a lot to them. Yeah. Because um, I don't expect it ever. But I'm like, if they do, it's like, that's super nice of you because I know you guys spend a lot of money and now you're giving, you're willingly giving more money and that's really yeah. nice of you. I think that the, since the, some, it's still customary sometimes for the bride's family to pay for the wedding. Yeah. I think sometimes some of the onus on tipping and little extras might come from the groom or the groom's family gotcha. or something like that. Now, I don't know that that is true. I don't know that that's how it actually plays out, especially for weddings now. It's like couples are paying for them anyway. Right. But um, I think sometimes, you know, the groom typically pays for the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And then, or the welcome party, what rehearsal dinner. And then after that, the bride's family pays for the wedding or takes, you know, a good chunk of it. Um, and this, this is kind of old school values. I don't know if this is still true, but then the tips. I mean, I think that like those, I think that's still pretty normative. You think More than, so? Yeah, I don't know. Not that that actually means that that's how it's supposed to be, but I think that, I still think that's pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a reason they call it like the groom's dinner instead of like the rehearsal dinner or welcome dinner and stuff like that too. No one's ever called it that. You never heard that? No. Really? Really? I've yeah. never heard yeah. it called the groom's dinner. Yeah. What is this, a fairy tale? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, is, AD, that what AD, people, AD. is that what people call it for real? I've literally heard that before. The I've groom's, groom's dinner? dinner? Yeah. Welcome to the groom's dinner. Not like not like from the Welcome couple. Welcome to the groom's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Please take your seats. Okay. But like on a schedule. Oh, on the on the yeah. itinerary? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know uh, British people say schedule? Sedu- Wait, I can't do it. How do they do it? I'm not making fun of you, British people. I'm trying to... For, what's the word that you're trying to say? Schedule. Schedule, oh. But they say it... Schedule? Yeah, like schedule. Like like on it's the, spelled like... S-C-H, S-C-H yeah. Schedule? Schedule, they say. It's on the schedule. The schedule. Schedule. 
At least I heard pretty, it like that in pretty a couple tight. of TV shows. Is it tight? I, I think, think it's, it's cool. Horrible. I think it's cool. It sounds like they're sneezing. <laughs> like a sloppy Well, I feel like sloppy. Sloppy. it's all the... Excuse when you me? just enunciate... Oh, for example, I had a uh, a couple. They're, they're British. And um, the groom is a hairstylist. And so you'd say the word salon for like a Ooh. salon. <laughs> Salon. The book's the salon. And I was like, that sounds so much more fancy. <laughs> well, everything sounds fancy when British people say it. I know. Everything sounds proper. Like, but then I'm, I'm like, yeah, the salon. I was like, I'm going to the salon. You know, it's like, is it a meh? Like, <laughs> Why are you so, saying it like that? You're <laughs> already American. You don't have to say it like you're a West. You don't have to do a caricature of your own voice. Well, I'm going to the salon. <laughs> <laughs> so, the salon. I, I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I've, a friend in London, he's a photographer, and he, as we've hung out a few times, and every time... I say thing, English things that are, you know, American idioms like that. He always makes that kind of a thing. Like, he'll say stuff like that. Oh, he'll stress it he'll out. stress it out, yeah. yeah. As a joke. Yeah. It's not funny, Ed, okay? Yeah. Ed, <laughs> but it is, is a little funny. Ed Pierce? Yeah. Oh, I called him out. My bad. I didn't know he was British. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. What, what do you like about Ed Pierce's work? Has he already been our photographer? No. Ed Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> You're, the, you're a de facto photographer of the week. Actually, <laughs> I just saw something that he posted. Um, he posted this like killer couple shoot like he did in Shanghai in China on uh-huh. Instagram. And I was like, and that's what I'm like, Ed, Ed is this weird anomaly. So, okay, a lot of people really want to travel for for work. Mm-hmm. They want to you know, go all over the world, shoot destination stuff. And I think for 99% of people, it's just not, you're not going to make a viable career traveling and being a destination photographer because you'll, you'll almost always make more money at home unless you're charging the right prices or in luxury market, et cetera. You know, so, and, um, but I feel like Ed was one of the first people to actually really get that dialed in and cornered where he would be traveling all over and he would have most of his weddings outside the UK and still be doing great stuff and fetching his rates and stuff. And like, um, so Ed and I have been able to shoot together. We shot in Iceland together. We've shot in Italy together. We've shot in um, Malaysia together. And I'm just like, man, how do you make all this stuff happen? Like, um, that's awesome. I think it's I think it's incredible. I, that's, I feel like he's just a really really kind dude, um, really really friendly, really really nice. Just like has this adventurous spirit about him, and like for some reason he's like he happened to fall into this niche, and he makes it work. And I think it's awesome. So, so the photo that you like in Shanghai is in the trees. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's real nice. I feel it's like I don't know anyone who's really traveling to like China and traveling to like. Thailand and like all, all these places like on a regular basis and still able to like actually yeah. be successful um like really successful like I, I don't know anyone who's really going to China for weddings that's like that's not a Chinese photographer um yeah I did that one a long time ago with Otto but that was so long ago on yeah. the Great Wall I didn't even post photos from that maybe I should start posting photos I was, yeah I think oh on your Instagram yeah I didn't even post them anywhere oh I guess I've seen my, I think I have my Otto, Otto site I've seen him that's why I've seen him oh, I've really? seen Otto's photos that yeah well, they're, they're probably all mine <laughs> Just kidding, Otto. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, like yeah, I'm, Ed Pierce, man, he's got a crazy, crazy eye. Like, what? Good goodness, man, this guy's amazing. And I feel like he just and it's all like he he is also terrible at sharing his work, and so I feel like he's shooting so much stuff, and he's like he's like, oh yeah, I shot this like a thousand person wedding in Vietnam. I was like, where is that stuff at, man? Like, how, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> um, but like, you just don't see it because he. <laughs> he's just bad at social media, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Like I think he's doing fine without it, but um, it's just funny. That, it's just like he just like slaying it, and that's why I think I love about him is he's literally just slaying it on his own, doing his thing. Yeah. Doesn't need to like the affirmation or anything like that. He's just literally making it happen. Just doing it. Yeah. Yeah, his work is beautiful. It has a really nice sort of soft touch to it. Really great moments. Great yeah. composition as well. 
Yeah, and actually, one thing I love about Ed as a person too is just that he is really, uh, he's really connected to, to art, like in the just like the concept concept of art and the way it shapes, uh, like and influences um, like how we see the world. Like he was a huge part of designing his own home, like the opposite of builders and architects, but he um, he had a lot of the design concepts that they really manifested into the home, and his home is beautiful. And then when I was in London, I think last year. We, uh, you know, we got, we got together, we spent a day in London and we like had amazing food together. Like you can appreciate like really phenomenal food. And then we also went to go see the Japanese house, which was this ex- exhibit, um, and, um, in, at the, which museum was it? Tate Modern, uh, in London. And it was just basically about like the contract of home in Japanese culture and, uh, in post-World War II, um, like fat, fat fabrications. It was phenomenal. It was an amazing thing. But I'm like, man, like I don't know that many photographers, especially wedding photographers at least, that can just like go kick it at an art museum. Um, and cause I think for a lot of photographers, I know obviously you do. And I have definitely other friends that do, but like, a lot of wedding photographers, I don't feel like they have that connection with their work to art as a whole. Yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, it's like, they, they like it begins and ends with wedding photography. So yeah. I appreciate that about Ed. So if you want to check out Ed's work, check him out. His name's Ed Piers. E D P E E R S. Uh, Give him a shout. Uh, I don't know what his website is. Probably the same thing. It is. Yeah, it is the same thing. That's Dot what, com. That's what Levi said. Guys, we are happy and uh, we are ready for the holidays. It's coming up soon. Hope you got some plans. Hope you get to spend it with family. We'll talk to you once before then, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then uh, and then we'll be off to the land of Christmas, the most magical time of the year. A magical place of the year. Yeah. All right. Thanks for enjoying 80s Banjo, y'all. We will catch y'all Gosh, man, soon. That's so embarrassing. Peace.